generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome back. You are listening to another episode of KeepTheChange.co.nz's Money Mail. As always, good to have you tuning in. If you could do me a massive favor, share one of your favorite podcasts onto, onto, yeah, onto your Instagram, onto your social media somewhere. Just share it somewhere. The numbers and whatnot are dropping off. I've got a number of things to tell you today, which is really, really interesting. And I've been having this conversation with Mikey. For me, it's not a massive issue or something that I'm like, oh, we need to solve this. It should always be growing. There were, there was, I think, a window where a lot of people were getting into podcasts. And I think as well, some people jump in, they jump out. Also, finance has really been front of mind now. I think people are a bit more like, okay, it just is what it is out there. Uh, also, I was running some ads that were performing really well on Instagram. On I've stopped doing TikTok, so that's lazy. That's my fault. I haven't been on there in months and posted any content and, or especially consistently. I haven't been able to make as many whiteboard videos. So it's interesting for me. I can look back and see all of these different variables and see then the impact of it over a longer term. Now also I think there's a lot more competition for people's ear when it's normally I, but there's more competition for ear where people are wanting you know, promote their podcasts and stuff. And so people go, oh, I might listen to that now. And they might get hooked there and go binging over there for a while. Um, and just explaining all those things to, to Mikey today about how I can look back and see the variables that may have changed and then what it leads to. And I think it's just a, why I wanted to tell you about that is because it can be something that can happen in our life too. And we don't see the outcomes until they really smack us in the face. And there's a saying, you know, numbers don't lie. And what doesn't, what gets measured gets done. And the reason that people are big on that is because exactly what I'm just telling you, you know, I could see as I change these data points and variables, then the outcome is probably less reach for keep the change and it's not going to end up in front of more people. There's also a wave there where there were heaps of reviews. Those reviews then help the algorithm. If people are subscribing, it helps the algorithm that then promotes the podcast to more people. As all of those little things stop happening, the overall trend decreases. And that's why it's so hard to build momentum and then to keep it. And 
being a maximizer, which is one of my Clifton Strengths top fives, I want things to be as good as they can be, but I can't do all of the things that I know I need to do for things to be done really fucking well when you've got a thousand other things to be doing too. So what I mean by that is, say, keep the change was my sole focus and my outcome I needed was every month I need the downloads to be bigger and the listeners to be bigger than the month before. I know all of the things that I need to do to do that, but that is not a priority for me because I have a focus outside of this as well and I need to spend time doing those things, i.e. paying my rent and my expenses and things by doing the work that I know I need to be doing too and continuing to grow my business plus the other things that I've got going on. But maybe some comfort in there for you too because someone asked me today, how do you juggle it all? How do you do it all? It's just, I just don't get it. I said, well, I don't have two kids to start with like you do. So there's your first variable. But as you do start to try to do more, you have to try and systemize things. However, you will always have moments where you go, hmm, this just isn't, doing what it could be doing because you can't get to it now that's okay but you will have other times where you will be able to get to it and then you won't and getting more comfortable with that throughout your life is a little bit relieving I feel so don't be disheartened when things aren't always growing and that might be your sheer balance your KiwiSaver balance and even your you know your, your pay rise might not have been as big as the year before all of those types of things you know so I think the trap of number need get bigger every time isn't very good for us but it is how sort of society's built but also highlights the impact of consistency anyway five minutes that took me way too long to sort of explain there next thing I've just come back from the Craig's State of the Nation Craig's Investment Partners State of the Nation address in Auckland here at Eden Park got to go Eden Park which is cool and bumped into a couple of people faces that recognised me and I recognised them which is pretty cool you know people there that are there for learning and whatnot and this is the theme song that they were playing when we got there too talking about I get money like a motherfucker because the the room was of an average age of what you can probably guess who would be attending a investment afternoon at Eden Park on a Wednesday for a savoury and an hour or so of learning but nothing too much to report in there. Mikey's biggest summary to me was, man, it just shows you that no one really knows, eh? and we had some interesting conversations on the ride home, how it's, I feel like we're in such a unique time where you can't really just look at short-term history and go, oh, well, that happened before, that happened in the 80s, that must be about to happen again, or whatever, right? And you almost need a, even a, a understanding of that might not be the case this time. Things could be different or, you know, that it, you might have to look back 100 years to see where we're back to now and, and stuff like that. And because I don't massively like history, I, I struggle to do that. But I also said to Mikey about, you know, you can get yourself all worried about all these different things that could happen. You've still got to spend time focusing on being fulfilled, being happy, enjoying your life and getting the things out of it that you want and looking for abundance, gratefulness, etc., all those things we talk about, and then zooming out and just going, well, you know, does all of that stuff and what's happening around the world and whatnot, does it, you know, really, really, really matter? And of course, there's some horrifying shit going on out there at the moment, and it 
impacts all of us in, in different ways through markets and just through us consuming it and the way that we're thinking about it and things. But, you know, at any one time, we're always in a, in a moment of time and everyone's kind of guessing what could happen next. And it wasn't that long ago that people were saying, oh, interest rates, you know, they're max now and the OCR is going to cap out at this percentage and, and they were all wrong. And they are full-time in this shit, you know, they're economists, they're researchers, they're studying this space and they're getting it wrong. And you can Google these articles from prominent economists and see, well, they got that wrong. At the start of the year said, absolutely no way National will be getting in this year, people will let it roll on. But then Jacinda leaves, it's like, oh, fuck, there's a variable change, didn't factor that one in. But it would it have even mattered? Don't know. But I got that wrong. So, like, just be careful how much emphasis you put on people's predictions and how much you then set your expectation up to be pissed off if it doesn't become accurate because that is the world that we seem to be in we're in a very uncertain level of timing and that's why often you know Mike you know I are talking about things like adding value increasing your own value figuring out how to increase your income because those are skills that you can use through a booming economy, through a flat one, through a declining economy, and all those sorts of things. Now, also at this presentation, there was the reminder, zoom out, as we often talk to you about, but how you can't compare last year to the year before, nor the year before, nor the year before that. But that's what we do as humans, right? We try and compare our year to the year before. But there's so much that has changed in that time and so much that is different, and it's constantly moving. And it made me think about some of the videos that I made in the first few months of Keep the Change saying, you know, here's a good way to save $10,000 and what to do with it so that you can't touch it and put it into sharesies and put it into this and, and et cetera, just walking people through a way to do it, but not the way, not the perfect way, but a way to do it, but thinking, oh, fuck, like if I was to make that video again today, I probably wouldn't say do it do that I would probably say do this something different because the world's changed the economy's changed interest rates have changed access to bank accounts has changed all those sorts of things and inflation's changed but the video still exists if you know what I mean so remember too that when you consume content you've got to be sort of careful what stage you're consuming it in and just thinking about how things can massively change but that's the value of continuing to learn about things now Final thing from there was that Craig's actually have a podcast and uh, Mark Lister, who's I think the head of research, very knowledgeable, very well spoken and very easy to listen to. He said, put your hand up if you've listened to my podcast. And I think half the room were like, what the fuck is a podcast? The other half were probably like, I don't know where to even access that. No, I didn't know you had one. And very few people in this room actually had listened to the podcast. And I said to Mikey, some of these uh, older generation would be mind-blown to know that they could listen to this person who they come to once a year to listen to and, and, and get to Eden Park to listen to. They could probably listen to them once a week and find out what's going on about out there. And then I got an email from Spotify saying nearly three-quarters of Gen Zs say podcasts teach them about topics they wish they'd learned about in school. Through podcast listening, they're able to tap into the latest insights on relationships, politics, finances, and so much more. With Spotify as a global classroom, podcasters have become influential voices in culture, disrupting how, what, and where young people learn. What is that going to do to society over time? I knew, before I even finished reading the first paragraph, 
that one of the things that they would want to be learning about was finances and confirmed Spotify can have the data to back that up, going back to what I was talking about at the start, collecting data and measuring it. So one room, you've got 1% of grey-haired customers saying, no, I don't listen to your podcast, and Spotify's data, Gen Z, 74% of them are saying, yeah, I'm trying to learn about shit that I don't get taught. Now, that is going to be fascinating to watch play out over a longer time period. And again, in such a world of, fuck, it's hard to buy a house, doom and gloom, war, inflation, high interest rates, the boomers had it better than us, all of that stuff, right? We spoke about this recently. Look at the access to information. And if you want to learn something, you have the internet now. And we can hate on the rich and do all of those things. But fuck, someone figured out how to create the internet for us. And if they didn't, I wouldn't be doing this right now. I wouldn't have the life that I have. You wouldn't have your one. You wouldn't be listening to this. But we forget all of those things. So remember that this is an abundant world with an abundance of education. And if you can find the stuff that you're really interested in, you can then probably keep going down that path, become more valuable, understand how to monetize that and have a life that you didn't expect even possible, but it can take some time and that's okay as well. So the world is constantly constantly changing. Anything else? Oh, I went to Australia on the weekend. That was pretty epic too. Mind-blowing event. Went to the casino in Melbourne. Roughly 1.30 in the morning, 2 o'clock. Yes, don't judge me. I was out late, but it wasn't a school night. However, I was still a bit dusty on the first school night, the Monday, but it was a public holiday. Anyway, the food court in the casino, busier at 2 in the morning than any fucking food court I've been into New Zealand in New Zealand at lunchtime. Just... Mind-blowing. People there eating, I don't know, are they then going back into gamble? Not sure, but humming, absolutely hissing, bright lights. You wouldn't even know that it's two in the morning and people just doing their thing. There's still money on this planet. People are still printing it. People are still making it. People are still earning it. People are still gambling it. People are still risking it. There's always opportunity no matter what is going on. Be mindful to keep an eye out for that stuff because that can be how you can think about changing your life over a longer period of time too. If you're constantly looking at scarcity, world's against me, the system's against me, etc, 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 as we're about to get to, life's going to be tough. That said, we're 13, 14 minutes in and we haven't even bloody started, so let's go. Do young people understand inflation? Now, very topical because of this data that I've just had from Spotify and if some of you Gen Zs are listening you're about to understand it a lot better and you probably already understand it more than other people in your age group because you're trying to learn this stuff. Well, that was some weekend, wasn't it? That's last weekend. A change in government and the first time since MMP came in that a political party hasn't lasted three terms. I've told you that a number of times now, unprecedented times, isn't it? Now everyone can get on with it. We've got so much certainty that everything's going to boom, right? Come on, get back out there and buy some properties. The economy's going to be hissing, etc., etc. Well, is that really the case? I, I highly doubt it, but you know, I'll put my balls on the line. I don't think so. I think it's going to be very challenging for whoever was going to be in government. That's why I spent hours of my life helping you putting together the Two Ticks You webinar so you could find some ways to improve yours as well. If you haven't watched that or listened to it, I guarantee you there's something actionable in there that can help you that won't rely on either of the Chris's and whoever ends up 
run in the country over the next three years, and you can do it before they have to make changes and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, fuck all that. Let's carry on. This week, we had some more big news, and that was inflation sitting at 5.6% annually. Are we due a reminder about inflation? Of course we are. We constantly need this. And I got a good one today when I was at the Craig's seminar, and it said this, that $10,000 put under the mattress in 1965 would be worth just $423 today. A decline of 96%, highlighting just how inflation erodes at the spending power of our capital. Now you, you know that. Quick clap, take your hands off the steering wheel if you're driving, or the hands off whatever you're touching. Okay, not going to judge you. little clap for you, because you probably get that, because we've talked about this so much, and no doubt you listen to the webinar on, sorry, the podcast on Please Understand Inflation Now. If you didn't, then go back and check that one out because you're going to learn even more. So, reminder, inflation targeting New Zealand is between 1% to 3%. June quarter of 2021, inflation was 3.3%, so we breached it. We breached the target. Oh, God, that was June 2021. I'm not going to go through every one of these quarters because we've done that before. But a year later, June 2022 was at 7.3%, so it means that prices were 7.3% dearer than a year ago, which was June 2021. And in June 2021, they were 3.3% dearer than they were in June 2020. Getting the picture here. Fast forward to June 2023, and they are 6% dearer. 2023, 6% dearer than when they were 7.3% dearer than when they were 3.3% dearer than they were. You get the picture? That's why inflation compounding can beat the shit out of you and I. But in September 2023, our new annualized inflation rate is 5.6%. So it's slowly coming down because it peaked in June 2022 at about 7.3, then September 2022, 7.2, stayed there in December, March 2023, 6.7, June 2023, 6%, now September 2023, 5.6%. Now my prediction on the Lighthouse pod at the start of the year was that inflation would be 5.5% at the end of 2023. I was, I maybe proved right, I might be close, might have predicted it a little bit higher, but at least I warned you. This shit was going to be here for some time because you will be feeling the effects of inflation. Inflation's been outside the target of 1% to 3% for over two whole years and it's compounding, right? Now, people are celebrating the good news that it's decreasing, which might mean that the official cash rate doesn't get increased any further. Now, on that, someone said to me today, I don't get it. ANZ just put up the interest rates, but inflation's coming down. Oh, Bloody hell, you know, if only it were that easy. The cost, bank wants to make a margin, right? Just like you want to make something when you go and swap your time for your uh, for a dollar. Well, they're going to swap you debt and say, yeah, but you're going to pay us for that. So they're always trying to make a margin, right? So they're going to get that funding from the official cash rate, borrow it from the Reserve Bank, or maybe borrow it from overseas just to keep it very simplistic. So they've got to pay someone for that too. Or they're going to pay someone that's got some money that's like some of the people that were in that room today, you know what I'm saying? They're parking it at the bank, earning their 5% interest. They're getting paid that, so that's a cost to the bank, and they're going to sell that money to you at 7% and keep the margin, right? So the OCR hasn't come down, and if anything, international co- the international cost of finance has increased as well, and term deposit rates are slowly increasing. So the banks, they're going to have to keep the margin. So I wish it was as simple as like, oh, inflation's coming down, You shouldn't be putting your interest rates up anymore. It's not quite as simple as that, and it takes a long time to wash out of the system as we know. So 
loosely they're on the right track with their thinking but you need the OCR to start decreasing you need interest rates to decrease worldwide so that the banks can get an access to a cost of capital that is lower and then sell that on at a to maintain their margin but at a lower rate that's probably when you're going to see it but we probably aren't going to see that for a little while and I think that is now going to be the new confusing thing for people but of course inflation may be decreasing but prices are still increasing they're just not increasing as fast but prices mostly always do increase it seems that inflation still confuses many people because I recently read a report that summarized some data from a review into younger people dealing with the cost of living. The record is called Money and You, Young People and the Cost of Living Crisis by the Financial Services Council, brackets FSC. Just for those of you who want to Google that and read that, I didn't think so. One of the questions asked though was, imagine that the interest rate on your savings account was 1% per year and inflation was 2% per year. After one year, would you be able to A, buy more than today or B, exactly the same as today, or C, less than today with the money in this account? Well, the correct answer is C. You are going to be able to buy less because you're only earning 1% interest on your savings amount, but inflation is 2%. So things are getting more expensive and you're not going to be able to afford as much with that. Now, 58% of Gen Z got this wrong. So if you were listening, and it says that they're listening to podcasts to get the right answers, well, fuck, you're either listening to the wrong podcast, or you're not listening to the right ones, which is the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, good one, Luke. Or, I don't know what the other or is. Anyway, 51% of millennials got this wrong as well. So you millennials, and your Gen Zers, we've got some bloody catching up to do, because 18% of the baby boomers got it right. They knew that the money in their account had effectively lost its purchasing power. And this is what I've been trying to boom down your throat and teach you about along the way because inflation is a silent thief that eats into your purchasing power. So what this means as time goes by is that the same dollar value of money, say $100, can purchase fewer goods. Goods are getting more expensive faster than your money is growing from the interest income. And that highlighted by the 10000 bucks in 1965 if you put it under the mattress You'd be buying about $423 worth of shit in this day and age. Now remember, in Money Mail 169, we learnt that your purchasing power decreased 15% in three years. If you didn't read or listen to Money Mail 169 and you got the answer wrong above, well no sweat, go back and study that lesson. Remember this is a no judgment zone. If you want to touch yourself whilst listening to this, it's kind of weird, but hey, everyone's cool here. And if it's on, it's on. And if it's in, it's in. So you do you. Everyone is sweet with that. With wealth slowly transferring from the older generations to the younger, we need to do more to help younger people understand the true forces at play. Now, unfortunately, as I mentioned before, many people rightly or wrongly fall into the trap of seeing some of this stuff and they start blaming, because that's what we do as humans, live below the line, blame, excuse, deny. It's the sister. Oh, it's the prior prime minister. No, it's capitalism. Ah, it's the banks. I can see them with their big fucking towers out there. Oh, it's the greedy corporates. They're creating inflation. Take your pick. Take your pick off of the smorgasbord. But from what I've seen, stopping your learning here doesn't actually improve your life. What I mean by that is if you pick one of those things off of the buffet to be the thing that you're real fucked off about, and that's the thing you can blame 
of why you can't get ahead and why it's like this, etc., you're going to be like an older version of Luke. And a number of years later, you're going to go, fuck, why did I waste those? Why did I waste those years of not doing shit that I could do? Because those things probably aren't going to change. And as much as you may not like them, they're probably still going to be in place in the coming years. Or a prior prime minister is probably going to leave, carry on with their life, and you've got to get on with yours too. So be careful what you take off of the smorgasbord and use as your thing to blame, because if you stop your learning there, fuck, you know, that's it. That's the end of that road. You're at the cul-de-sac. Sweet. Now you just go, you just play down there for the rest of your life. And with all the same people that are down there in that cul-de-sac, that have picked the same thing off of the buffet, and you all hate the system, you all hate the prior prime minister, you all hate capitalism, you all hate the banks, you all hate the greedy corporates, whatever it is, nothing going to change down in that cul-de-sac. You know, so you turn down there by mistake, you got yourself stuck down there for a while. That's all good. Have a bit of a vent with those people and say, got to go team, got to get back on the highway towards my goals and let's fucking roll. The above are all things you can't overly control. So why use those as the end of your learning? I'm not saying that some of those things aren't issues. What I'm saying is that if you choose one of those things to be the thing that you blame and then you go, I'm not, I don't need to learn anymore. That's the fucking, it's capitalism and everything's fucked. Well... Like I say, life's going to suck down that cul-de-sac for the rest of time unless something magically changes. And why don't you go and change it if that's so important to you? Because then you don't have the excuse, but that's why you will pick the thing to blame so that you don't have to do anything. But we know that nothing good is going to come from doing that. So don't give up on countering the forces working against you, even if you don't fully understand what, the true, what they truly are or how they work. Understanding inflation and how to combat it will improve your life forever. We are in a unique time where unfortunately you can really feel and see inflation. We might as well bank some of the lessons from it whilst it's so noticeable. Inflation has been on average roughly 2.5% for the last 25 years. You're going to want to understand it whether you like money or not. Time to take things up a notch, okay? Because that first question, it wasn't even a trick question. But maybe that's what some of the Gen Zers or the Millennials got wrong. But I'm going to give you a little trick in this one. Consider this question. Imagine, same as above, imagine that the interest rate on your savings account was 2.6% per year and inflation was 2.5% per year. Now, after one year, would you be able to A, buy more than today or B, exactly the same as today or C, less than today with the money in this account? Now, I'll give you a little pause so that you can have a think and tell me your answer. Send it to answers at keepthechange.co.nz. Pull over and do that. I'm only kidding. You don't have to do that, but think about it. So our interest rate's now 2.6% and the inflation rate's 2.5% per year. Is it A, more, B, the same, or C, less? Well, da -da -da -da, the answer is again C. Yes, less. You're thinking, wait, what? You just said that our interest income is our rate is going to be higher than inflation. Now, our interest rate and income from that money in the account is growing faster than inflation, but it is very cute and naive of you because you've forgotten everyone's favorite, taxes. Your interest income is 2.6% before tax, but you buy goods and services which have been increasing in price by 2.5% with after-tax dollars. So, say you had money in your bank account, 
and you earn interest income on that, they're going to make you pay tax on that. So you're probably going to lose a third of it. Even if your income is less than $14,000, you're going to lose 10.5% of your interest income to tax. And that is going to then make ensure that your real return, so your net return of that interest income, isn't actually going to beat the inflation of 2.5% because it's only 2.6% and then after tax is not going to be able to do that. So if you need more examples of that, Money Mail 169, I step you through this with those examples. If you can't quite get your head around inflation, I highly suggest that you take some time to understand it. Now when we do these podcasts as well, whether it's just me, whether it's Mikey, whether it's with guests, please know that literally, as I joked before, no one is judging you and this shit, you know, if it is not something you want to learn about. It's probably going to be a little bit tricky to understand. So you know, don't feel like you're, I don't know, I feel like I say these things anymore, like dumb or stupid or an idiot, whatever. Like don't use those terms. Just go, that's just some shit that I need to learn a little bit more about. There's a whole heap of things in the world that I have no idea about. And as I look out the window again, I always talk about how, you know, how people build buildings and stuff. I just, or how a fucking ship floats a giant cruise ship today in here in Auckland in the in the harbour. I don't know how that literally doesn't just tip over. But I don't need to know. But someone does, and that's their job, and they're good at that. So don't beat yourself up on the fact that these things might be really tricky to you. What I'm saying is that in a time like this, we get to learn about these things because there's a high chance you're going to have another time in your life where inflation is high again, or it's going to impact you, or it's your children or your children's children, etc., because the rules are probably going to remain the same that we play in and you want to have that knowledge. So inflation impacts every single one of us in different ways. So keep learning is the summary there. You're one of over 8,600 recipients of Money Mail via the email that are doing that as well. Tens of thousands of podcast listeners. This week's Did You Know Kiwi's total household net worth decreased by $33.5 billion, which is 1.5% in the June 2023 quarter. A lot of this is property values decreasing. Now that the bottom is in, in May, and data actually suggests this, that house prices are increasing again, uh, the next few quarters will be interesting to watch because perhaps our net worth combined for households won't decrease because house prices will continue to rise. But we'll do an entire money mail on that at some stage as well. Now, just on houses, because I know it's everyone's favourite. Uh, the people at Craig's today were sort of quizzed, what's going to happen to house prices as always? What's going to happen to mortgage interest rates for all houses? And basically there, well, Mark Lister, who was doing the presentation, was saying that, hey, you know, remember that house prices booming through those two years there by a 40-something percent and then now coming back by about 14 or 18 percent or whatever it was. You know, that was such a weird moment in time. We haven't seen that before. Now, don't just expect that they're just going to rip up again because basically, as Mikey often talks about, it comes back to how many people can actually afford those houses, how many people can afford to service the debt on those properties as well. So there'll be some people thinking, I need to get back in because I've heard house prices are increasing again. Oh my God, I've missed the bottom. Who cares? You know, map your actions back to your goals and the things that you want to achieve in your life. Let's get out of here because it has been over a half an hour now I'm sure you would have learned something in there. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Keep the Change is helping Kiwis get better with money through knowledge and action. Together, we can change the wealth 
of the nation. Now, I actually really liked what Craig said today too. They get out of bed in the morning to help people improve their financial situation and in turn theirs does as well. Similar to a Next Advisory Value, one of the market leading accountants in the country, hashtag winning. And that means that if our clients are winning, we should be too. Something cool to live by. Make sure you're looking after those people around you and together we can continue to lift each other up and see where we get to. Get you three, four, get 